Hello, and welcome to the Outer World Podcast. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm here with my co-host, Dan. Hey, guys. Great to be here, as always. Um, been a good week, right? Yeah, yeah. Busy? Pretty pretty, pretty chill, actually. I just got on break from my, um, my semester finished. Oh, yeah? So, we're going to get down to play more Flesh and Blood. It's going to be pretty sweet. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, and that's pretty good. Um, what happened in the last week? What, are, what happened in the last week for us? Uh, so, we had Armory on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. How did that go? Uh, that didn't go well. Didn't go well. <laughs> uh, uh, I played Levia, lost first round, and then got the bite. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. See, see, yeah. Um, I've decided to shelve Levia for a little bit. She's pretty tilting to play when things don't go your way. Yeah, because it's like, it is like the, the I was unlucky deck. Because <laughs> like yeah. either you're lucky and you win, with the deck, or you weren't lucky and you lose. Like more so than any other deck. Yeah. That's because you roll on, rely on a dice roll, but yeah. Yeah, you rely on scab skins and you roll on drawing and discarding and. Yeah, there's a there's a lot, a lot of RNG, like with that deck, that makes like, yeah. like the curvature so of. So I just like, had like an exceptionally poor game. Yeah. And it was just like tilted my whole night. So. Yeah. So but after that, I you switch. When you what do you switch well, you, to? You can't switch now. Because yeah. in the ex- in the extended rules now, you have to play one deck at armory for the whole night. Yeah. Yeah. So I was stuck with it, <laughs> and I really yeah. didn't want to play it. So I actually really don't like that rule, to be honest. Yeah, I don't like it either. I don't remember reading that rule, but yeah. Yeah, so within the ex- expanded rules, what's it called? No, um, comprehensive. In the comprehensive yeah. rules, I said you can't swap decks at an armory event. Yeah. So you That's pretty something. sad. It's, yeah. It's because the other, people, like, other people want to play tests against different things. They don't want to play against the same yeah. thing, right? And you like... A lot of the times I try and take stuff like quite experimental to an armory. So it's like, if you're stuck with an experimental deck that doesn't work for the whole evening, it's a bit like... Yeah, that's a bit rough. Yeah. I understand it though, because then people just like net game their way through, right? Like they just... Oh, yeah, versus this guy, they play this deck. Oh, I should play this one to beat theirs. I think they can yeah. be solved in other ways though, right? Yeah. Like, if someone is saying like, oh... So and so is playing ninja. I'm gonna swap to worry to counter. Yeah. Like, they'll do it. You'll like. Sure, they might get away with it a couple times, but you know, as with all cheaters, they will do it consistently. Yeah. And when there's a pattern, you can spot them and catch them, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, that's exactly that's, right. Like, that's that's how you catch cheaters in every game. So I think, like in my opinion, it'd be better solved. You know, just for other means rather other than means and just saying, basically, basically spoiling it for a lot of people, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Friday was a lot better. Yeah. What happened on Friday? What did you play on so Friday? So I played another experimental deck. I put together a Bolton combo list. Yeah. Um. It actually, like, I mean, I thought it was a mean deck, but it actually worked. Um. So the way the deck works is that it uses um. The core of the deck is uh, Dynamo yeah. and Illumina Ascension. Yeah. So those are like the two most important cards. So you have nine hidden runs and three spores of war to like, um, so that your sabers attack twice. Yeah. That way you can take the counter off Dynamo. That way you have like six or seven extra block in the deck if you go through it all, basically. Yeah. Because um, realistically you might end up blocking with a couple. Yeah. But, um, like, the way that works is, like, you might think, oh, 
five or six life, like that's pretty good, but it's not that incredible. But yeah. it actually like is that in real practice, it's insane because like a lot of the times, one block isn't just like one health; it's like a whole card. Yeah. Because like the way the breakpoints work, if you have just one armor sitting there, they attack you with like leak tap. You can block with three, and then your your dynamo for four instead of using your second card. Yeah. So it lets you save your armor your big armor for your important like combo turn and lets you just stop the breakpoints. Yeah. Which is important for stuff like versing Katsu and, and, and Warrior yeah, and stuff like yeah. that too. So it helps you like be like really totally. So you're blocking with like at least two cards every turn, uh, maybe swinging twice or maybe attacking with a zero cost charge card and charging one. Yeah. Or setting up soul shields and stuff. And then at the end of the game, you have like a time snap potion in play. You play a charge card, and then you play Lumina, and then break your courage, and then just come in for like 15 or Lumina, Lumina, and come in for like 30. So you just have this end game crazy turn, and then even if you don't kill them on the Lumina turn, you've like almost surely got tempo because they have to block to not die. Yeah. Um, and then you can you put cards in your soul and gain life from the Lumina, so then you can kill them with um, Beacon of Victory and stuff. Yeah. Which is uh, the attack reaction that lets you banish cards to get uh, plus X, where X is number you banish and then search for something. So you just like, once you go off, like you have so much damage in the deck between like the Cataclysms, mm -hmm. the, the Beacons, the. Um, and the other Luminas, right? Yeah. So it's just. Exactly. Once you get there, you're just like insanely powerful, but. It's getting there, surviving the game. Uh, I've just set up for a long time. Like, it is a slow deck. Yeah. Which um, is problematic because I feel like the higher decks in this current format are faster decks. Yeah, so uh, the way we played was um, uh, Ryan was also on a very similar deck. He just, like, coincidentally was playing a similar thing. Um, and we both lost to Liam on chain. Which yeah. is just not really much of a game because you just get... Um, the deck just does way too much damage. Um, you can't block it out. You can't set up in time. So you just lose. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, <coughs> the aggro chain list is actually brutal. Yeah. It's very difficult to beat. Um, we've still got to work out how to beat it. <laughs> and we'll do that. We'll do that we'll over the next that. couple of weeks, to be honest. Um, because Road to Nats has been yeah. announced like countrywide. Yeah. That's well, actually, really sorry, exciting. worldwide, but for yeah. us, it's just countrywide because we don't care about the other countries yeah. for it. Yeah, it's really cool because we're going to have some big events coming up. US yeah. has got some massive events as well. Yeah. The four, four callings. Four callings events, ranging yeah. from September all the way through to November. I guess it's like Vegas, Orlando. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati. No. Uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. I can't remember the last one. And Yeah, I can't remember the last one. Washington, no? Maybe. I, can't I don't remember. know. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway. All I remember is the Vegas one yeah. is the most important because it's um, CC and then they have the premiere event for they'll be the yeah. first people to get to play. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, they'll be the first people to get to play Kingdom for um, the whole yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Outside of dev testing, of course. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, um, it's like America's first chance to, like, show off their talent. Yeah. Um, to the world basically in like a high stakes competitive event yeah. that like us in New Zealand have been so privileged to 
playing a bunch of their style events. Yeah. You know, we've actually been fortunate enough to have gone to a calling ourselves, so we know kind of the awesome experience that you guys are in store for. Yeah. So yeah, get hype, get hype. Those hyped promos, those mats, those prizes. To mention they're trip all to Vegas. Worth it. Trip to Vegas. Sounds like a couple of nights in the casino. Yeah, it sounds like an incredible weekend day. Yeah. Wish, wish we could travel over for it. That'd be. I do very much enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, life is a bit in the way of that. Yeah. Yeah. I am expecting it to be a big event. I would not be surprised if there was at least a thousand players, which I know is high hopes. And I think you're a little optimistic. I think there'll be a lot, but thousand players is. I think a big amount. Beats our biggest event. Oh, he, well easily, and truly easily. double, if not triple. Yeah, I mean, New Zealand is a very small country, yeah. like in comparison, like we're like. Well, yeah, I mean, you can compare cities, like right? our first biggest event was not a hundred players. Our first biggest event was like probably like fifty. Like nationals was lot. No, no, people? yeah, yeah, but you got to think about like the our first calling, which is technically would have been New Zealand's first biggest event. Yeah. Probably wasn't more than fifty players. It was probably like six. Yeah, well, max. The, we weren't playing when yeah. the, when the first callings happened. So back then they came out right as the game started. And yeah, people were, had only just picked up the game. Yeah, so I think it's kind of grown into a different kettle of fish. Yeah, like with the with the player size, those callings are not the same as the current yeah. callings. I mean, back then they were just giving out gold tunics as like top eights. Yeah, right. That's not. That doesn't happen anymore. You know? Yeah. It's random gold foil. So, and it was like, what was the participation prize? Like, cold, young cold foil heroes? Yeah, young cold foils. Yeah, don't see that anymore. So, yeah. I think that was kind of like a different style of event, like, yeah. you know, reward people for getting into the game so early. Now, it's kind of transitioned to like a, like a really big tournament focused on competitive play and massive top end prizes. Yeah. So, Which is good because it feels good to be rewarded yeah, yeah, for being yeah. good, you know. Yeah, definitely. You know, putting the time and effort into actually playing the game and caring about it, yeah, rather than just being there for the day, which is, you know, yeah. like, I just uh, scares off like, um, what's the word? Um, people that are just trying to make the scalpers, people that are just trying to make money from the game as quick as possible. Yeah, well, I mean, like, if you're gonna play in a calling that requires like real dedication right yeah you would actually know the game and learn and, and play it to a decent standing if you want it is a casual perform. level of it it isn't highly well, it is a casual level but the players that are going to be playing them are going to be dead serious yeah because of how good the prizes are there's pro tour bites on the line you know go for a tournament for first place exactly right like it's a casual level event but this is going to pull out the toughest of competition yeah so yeah it's going to be so amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, I've heard that there's going to be coverage. I have to wait and see if it's good. Yeah, we'll see <laughs> how... You know, it's not that I was disappointed in this stream. It was just there are some things they need to work on for the one. Um, here in our home city, our <laughs> lovely and dedicated store, Dice Jar Games, has an amazing setup for their stream and yeah. very good light, lighting for seeing the cards. Uh, you know, It's actually really yeah. good. Um, yeah, I hope... I mean, I want them to pull out all the stops, you know. Yeah. I want there to be an amazing stream, amazing event. I don't want to be there 35-minute gaps after the first, like, <laughs> match. Like, not... I don't think there was 35-minute gaps between each round, but, like, there was a lot of dead yeah. silence after a match had finished. Like, if just, the match just, finished, finished in the turn, first 10 minutes... Just exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Just because... So you're talking about the, the calling stream, The calling, right? yeah. So I'm talking about the calling stream. Um, there was a lot of, like, dead silence in between 
games. She wanted like more like commentary. Um, yeah, or more talking, more free talking, or something like that. Yeah. You know, or even like casual games being streamed. Yeah. I feel like, you know, or a viewing of like the actual area, like a camera that pans around and looks at the like actual arena where all the people are. Yeah, yeah. You know, different angles. I think like. Yeah, B-roll. Wouldn't yeah. it be, like, incredible if they had, like, an actual, like, full-on media team there and they just, like, had videos of all the players going around yeah. to doing stuff. They had, like, different games. So, like, if one game finished, they just go, next game. Yeah. And then they, they, they put on the second game. It doesn't matter when this is the start. Yeah. There's still something happening. Yeah. You know, the commentators just... Yeah, the commentators just it, switch over to it, yeah. You know, but. and all they, like... I, I think they've got... You know, Alice has There's access so much potential to some of the, there, yeah. right? Alice has some access to some of the best players in the world. So I think they should have like a, you know, like the commentary bench they had, but just expand it, have cards on the screen, talk about the important decisions in the match. Yeah. Like, I think they should go, like, Not they necess- should almost try and make it a spectator sport, you know? Yeah. Like, I think they could go that far. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people watched it, like, you know, a lot of people would have watched it and a lot of people wouldn't have understand what like what was actually the turning point in each and every game yeah whereas someone that's played it for like a you know a, almost two years now you know you, you sort of noticed like the turning points in each game a lot more yeah yeah, yeah they're a bit more obvious um but definitely my major yeah. concern was the dead silence in the lighting yes. lighting is something you work on but dead silence needs like way more work on in my opinion just like uh, keep people invested in the stream, right? Yeah. So like, you don't have like periods where just nothing happens, is happening. Yeah. Because you just lose so much viewership then, yeah. and then they don't know when to come back, right? So yeah. they either Cause, come cause back when, like two hours was, later when and miss I was watching it games. live, um, I would watch like a game and then the post game would start and there would just be nothing. Yeah. Um, so like the commentators would just go. Um, you know, not throwing shade at any of the work the commentators. Yeah, no, no, they did, they, did, job, they did an amazing job. Um, there was just like a period of like 30 minutes where like nothing happened. So it's like, oh, I'll tune out and come back later. And you know, like... You turn up and doing, you maybe yeah. you turned up like two or three matches later. You missed exactly, like the next right? one. Because exactly, you know, like you go and do something and then yeah. you forget for an hour or so and you come back and you're two matches down the line. You're like, whoa, what's happened? What's happened? <laughs> yeah, so I catch up later. I think okay. like, you know, and it should be something that I can like sit down with a bottle of popcorn yeah. and just watch the whole evening. Yeah. You know, um... You know, I'd like to be able to commit the whole like ten hours to watching it to actually yeah, watching yeah. like yeah, well, things. While you guys are sweating and playing hard as, I want it to be a cinema night. Yeah. You know, I want it to be the game. Like I understand, <laughs> I understand it is like at that point it does become a job and they do need breaks, right, from doing it. You know, you can't, you yeah. obviously can't commentate for ten hours straight. You know, yeah. But at that point, you just uh, like they've got a staff. They could have more commentators from their staff get in yeah. there and just switch out. You know, like. Hey, I did this match. You go away and take a break. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. This is kind of like perfect world talking, but yeah, I would like to see like at least steps moving towards something like this, yeah. right? Like, you know, just more commentary. I think user interaction with like chat would be really cool as well. Yeah, um, there was a few like I, I did see James and a few other people like write in chat. Okay, which was okay. Yeah, but it's just like you know. I feel like the commentators, like in the off time, could have been more interactive with the chat. Like yeah. even talking to chat, I like in, in that thirty minutes down period would have been a better option. Yeah. You know, you could have talked and like answered some of the questions about what they thought about the match or any questions yeah, yeah. they had about the event or you know. Yeah, yeah, and just like 
you know, like, just make it yeah, a spectacle, you know, yeah. like, um, something that people are really excited to watch and um, people can just sit down and watch for a long time and really enjoy and, and not feel like nothing's happening for half an hour, I'll do something else. Yeah. So I want to see steps to improve the commentary. I think it's one of the main things that they can improve on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, for us it's more important because that's going to be the main way that we see the calling because we're not yeah. actually going. Yeah. I'm sure they're like... Um, like for people going venue, having a great venue, yeah. having you know good times between rounds, having the software go smoothly are going to be top priorities for them as well. Yeah. But I mean, they've got—is it Channel Fireball? Yeah. Channel Fireball running it, and they've done a great job with Magic events, as like in the past, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Like they've got yeah, years of experience, so I think the organisation side of it will just will be fine. So, okay. yeah. So let's just get, get down to nailing that. Any, anyway, anyway um, the end of this rant about casting. If you're in the US and you're thinking about pl- going to the calling, just go. Just go. It'll be an amazing weekend. You're a casual yeah. level player at your armory, go. It yeah. is worth it. it is, the experience alone you, is worth it. You get, it. Um, the, you know, there are great participation mats up. Yeah. Um, you, the, you know, they're, they're absolutely gorgeous to look at. They're great to play there on. Are, there are other things as well. Like, there's promo cards as well. Yeah. I just see that uh, there's mentors, uh, Rainbow Foil mentors as well. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, really? I didn't see the yeah. Rainbow Foil mentors. It's a different one per event, I think. Yeah. That's really I think the cool. first one's a librarian as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So show up. Definitely show, show up. up. Like, show your support for the game. We want these events should be massive, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely come along. And hopefully, you know, you make it to the top eight and you get one of those gold foils. I mean, or, that's the dream, right? Or even better, you win, you know, and you get the yeah. tuning. You don't know until you don't try, right? Exactly. Put yeah. in the owls, get in there, it's worth it, you know? Yeah. I, I think the, develop, the middle would be more developed then. I think the US the is just going I think the US are just going to actually, like, wow us yeah. with what they come up with in the span of time, with what they're going to be playing. Yeah. I think they're going to come up with a lot of different things. There's so many different people testing and playing over there that... Um, I think it's just going to catch up super fast. Yeah. And there's a lot of like and, and surpass us. A lot of other event. events that are happening around the world that that will be happening before yeah. the first calling even happens. Yeah. So there'll be information there. There'll be deck lists yeah. there that will help people yeah, alter there, there, test. And there are going to be people in the US that are just like on TTS constantly practicing yeah. these events. So it's going to be really exciting to see what people actually come yeah. up with as well. That's it. Back at the start, we we're talking about Road to Nets. Yeah, on a, on a more local scene. So we've got a. A dice jar rotinets coming up. Yeah. So uh, the date's not officially confirmed yet, but yeah. 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 So it actually is. It is now. Sunday, it's a uh, Saturday the fourth of September and, and Sunday the fifth. Yeah. So Saturday the fourth of September and Sunday the fifth for dice jar game. So so the way it's going to be run is the first day um, is on the, the Saturday. Yeah. Is going to be the road to nationals event. Yeah. So um, it's going to be streamed. We'll have commentary. It's going to be awesome event um, you know just um, the sweet prizes that have yeah. um, that are that you can see on the Flesh and Blood website right now Rainbow Foil Gold Extended Tunic Gold Foil Heroes no oh, Rainbow Foil yeah yeah rain, Rainbow Foil Tunic yeah did I say Gold Foil yeah you said Rainbow Gold Foil Tunic and I was like <laughs> no that's not right uh, but you said oh, Rainbow I, that I that sounded right it's the best of so, all yeah. worlds <laughs> first, yeah first place gets Tunic Matt we've had double Rainbow, Rainbow Foil Tunic, tunic please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
colourful adult uh, monarch heroes. Yeah, tunic playmats are back on the menu. Yeah, Those just for first be... place though, not not for top eight now, just yeah. for first place. And more exclusive now. Yeah. And we uh, have... Um, second, third and fourth get excused. Excused confidence, which yeah. looks amazing. And unfortunately, fifth to eighth don't get a mat this time. But they do get a colourful adult hero, which yeah. is pretty cool, I mean. Yeah. Um, it's not yeah, devoted so to the amazing. best best in slot character yeah, yeah. anymore, which was. I actually prefer that because I mean, if I you don't. wanted to win, you will, you end up playing a popular hero. So if you yeah. don't come top in siege, you don't get a cold foil. Yeah, but the problem is, it's is it, it, it invites people to play heroes that aren't being played, which is not bad. Don't, don't get me wrong; it's I don't not bad. Go to but a... just for money, it seems sort of you know, yeah. or, or you know, just to be like, oh, so I'm the only one that got this. Just yeah. just to clarify, the the way that the cold foil heroes are given out in first run internationals is that. One of each hero, hero would yeah. be given to the top seated player of that hero. Yeah. So if you did the best on Rhino, you would be given a Rhino cold foil. Yeah. So, but because of the way the meta was at the time, you the major vast majority of people were playing Warrior and Dash, Dash and Ninja. The, and those Ninja. are the three main heroes. Everyone so else was like, you know. If you really wanted to win, just the way the meta was at the time, you played those three heroes. Yeah. So if you didn't five zero, you weren't. Getting the cold foil hero, even if you top eighted, if yeah. even if you came second, you could yeah. still miss out. As yeah. was often the case with Dash, and I, I think that's kind of frustrating. That is frustrating. And I, I don't know. That's that's, that's really part of me why I like for playing a meme tier hero. You know, because yeah. like you, like looking back then, like every event had maybe one or two ranger players yeah. at max, which means even if you like, if, if you're the one ranger, you just lose just, every game. Wait until Still the top eight, and like you get a call for. Right? Well, at that point, it was a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Which, like, yeah. it just doesn't yeah, reward. Event, I think you should be um, rewarded for winning, right? Yeah, yeah. Rather you should be. Yeah. So I think them getting into the top eight is a lot more beneficial. A lot better, yeah. yeah. It's not is, a bad idea. I just don't think it worked out the yeah. way it should have, right? Yeah. I see them. Idea, well, I can see them doing this though, because it just get increasingly impractical to do it that way yeah there were more heroes right yeah 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 that makes sense as well but the more heroes there is the more difficult it is to do it to, to accommodate that right yeah. well i remember like going up to nelson and like messaging people and being like oh if i play you know like because this was just after, if you play shyana yeah yeah like, <laughs> do i get a call for shyana like this was just no like, unfortunately the you don't no, yeah you, you're more than welcome to play a young like, hero in a classic constructive format if that if that was the it. case right then all of us pick shyana and we just battle it out for top seated shyana no, i was like because this go is too great right, right? but yeah so yeah i'm glad that they've they've changed that um and then on the sunday we're gonna have the another dice shards champs with yeah monarch first edition case yeah one of those fucking huge prize right yeah that's pretty big it's over a thousand dollars to first place yeah prize prize money at current prices so pretty it's exciting gonna be, it's gonna be classic constructed both events come down if you want to have an awesome weekend yeah you know we're you know we'll probably have drinks on the saturday or the sunday afterwards Probably, yeah, probably on the Saturday afterwards. I imagine yeah. most people won't want to drink on the... Yeah, yeah. On the Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm, if you want to come I'm down free, to Dunedin I'm free to drink for, on Friday night, though. Just, yeah. just putting it out there. If you came for a weekend in Dunedin for flesh and blood drinks and burgers, come on yeah. down. It'll all be streamed uh, if you can't come. Yep. So make sure to um, check that out. It's going to be a really great weekend. Yeah, it's going to be an amazing weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing quite a few of the players that usually travel. 
Yeah. Quite a few friends among us now. Yeah. Is Matt Rogers slated to come yet? Talk about that, Greg. Um, I think if he's able to come, he will. But yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah, he was well, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, we've got there'll be really good top top profile players coming anyway. Yeah. So that's why they. I think most of these events, yet, like most of these road to nets, are all slated for like uh, end of July onwards. None of them are confirmed dates. None of them confirmed in. Yeah, where there's going to be a, there's going to be um, events all over the country one. basically. Yeah. So. But I reckon these decks that come out of these will help shape uh, some of the American meta going towards the first yeah, calling. Yeah, I, I think so, right? I think some of them will pick at it, and they'll pick and choose the list, and they'll pick through the list, and they'll change things, and they'll develop it a bit better before they even get to the calling. And by the time they get to the calling, and we see those top deck lists, they'll be miles off what we had. Yeah, right? yeah. I like, um... will be, like, a starting point, right? Yeah. I don't think the meta's, like... Even close to being solved, no. like at all. Yeah, it's pretty wide to be honest. Like, um, so no, chain's gonna be good. Bravo's very good. Yeah, Prism's probably good. You know, Livia has a shot. Livia's probably a pretty good deck. And there's probably a really good Bolton Bolton uh, yeah. combo Bol list. Bolton there. has potential. You know, Katsu's always gonna be good. Dorinthia's always gonna be good. Like, there's just so many different heroes you can pick yeah. from at the moment. That makes yeah. It's going to be difficult to test them all, but yeah, it sounds like it's going to be really awesome and a welcome break from the from the trinity of the last meta. You know what I'm happy about? What? Dice Jars one is the first. Really? I get to we get to well I mean we get to, we get to sit back and watch them. So far, it's end of September and they're slating for the start of like end of July going towards September. It's more likely that our one is probably one of the last few ones on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Which means. You know, after the first one, we get to see what some of the competitive lists are playing against yep. our, our our build lists, and we get to do extra testing. Yeah. So, if you want to see what the, I mean, if you're getting ready for the calling and you want to see what the the very latest and greatest of the New Zealand meta brings, Dice Jar Road to Nets stream. Yeah, <laughs> it will have. It's a, gonna yeah. gonna. Have I don't think anyone else will stream this. Not really. Not really any other store in New Zealand really does. Yeah, we well, see the deck list go up usually, yeah. but um, yeah, not really so much filmed content. Yeah, we'll see. It might, might change the list. But I, I would love to see some. I love film content, and Dice Art is doing an amazing job at it at the moment. To be honest, massively. I, like, I really <laughs> love being here. Greg should be very proud of how the streams are going. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. When he yeah. puts his all into them. Yeah. Um, Plugins. <laughs> <Not> plugins. <laughs> Was there anything else we wanted to talk about? Um, so we mention, should we talk about what we decided tonight after what happened last week? Oh, should we talk about that now? We can. It's gonna be a couple weeks off. Yeah, mm. but it's still, it's still, All right. that's an announcement. It's so, so last week we had um, a very special guest, um, Cal, Callum Rogers. Callum Forrester, yep. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, well, he's going to be back soon, yeah. but he's not going to have the title of special guest. No, he'll he's, be he's a co-host as well. Special co-host. Yeah. So we are going to upgrade from a two-man show to a three-man show. So um, we'll we see. found our chemistry was very great as a three-man unit for talking. Our banter was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we're great friends in real life, and, yeah. and we wanted to have him on the show. And he really enjoyed himself. Yeah. Um, so. 
um, I was like, I hit it off and I was like, hey man, you're really awesome on the show. Would you, would you like to be on it more permanently? I think three people has a lot more opportunity to like bounce off each other. And, yeah. Um, it just makes it, everything go a bit smoother and there's more going on. Direction and flow of conversation changes quite dramatically when you get yeah. to three people as well. Like two people and it's just back, forward, back. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and we'll still have guests, um, of course. So um, we're hoping at some point to have at least four people on. So you have yeah. Callum, myself, Mac, and, and our guest yeah. at some point in the future. It'll probably be a while. Yeah, that's probably but a way well down the run. And you'll probably find that uh, if, we, if, if there is a guest that we do want to have on in the short term, yeah. uh, one of the three of us will probably back out for that week to allow the other two yep. to have a, a moment with them, which yep. just gives one of us uh, an extra rest day, which is okay. Because yeah, we yeah. Both, we I mean, all, all of us that, have pretty full, full that, lives that, yeah, as that, well. That helps if um, one of us, for whatever reason, can't make it, yeah. and we still have one other person to do the show with. Yeah. So there's a bunch of good, really good reasons for doing it. So yeah. what to expect? Um Next week, we're going to have a guest yep. as regular, not Callum. And then further down the line, Callum will be added as a fixture of the podcast. Yeah. So. Yep. Pretty pretty exciting. It m- might be a while, but it's something we're worth working on yeah. getting done as a, a like a permanent three-man setup. Yeah. Um, Another thing is uh, we will be looking at trying uh, a live stream option at some point in the near future. Yeah. So um, um, got a couple ideas um, floating around. So... We want to see how a live stream would go, yeah. uh, and if people would be interested. So yeah. definitely let us know what you think about us yeah, yeah. If you live could streaming content. Down and um, we'd like interact with chat. Stuff we'd, like yeah, that. we'd answer questions and whatnot, and we talk and you know and you know, yeah, showcase things. But yeah, pretty much the same as now, but but live yeah. and, and because all generally speaking, this is all done in one take anyway. So yeah. it is something that can be live streamed. Yeah. So if you guys would be interested in the art of war live, let us know. Yeah. Um, and the third thing is... We have a giveaway next week. Yeah. So, so this is the, the last, week. last week of uh, uh, putting a comment in to get it. Yeah. So uh, we're giving away some lovely mats. Sushi tunic mat. Yeah. So the lovely mats provided by Sushi Night Gaming. Yeah. Um, we were given them. You can check out what they look like um, two episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. So this is the last week you can enter. Next week, we're going to show off the winners and we will... We'll message you, get your details, and we'll send them off. So make sure you leave a comment so you're in to win. You know, really, these planets are amazing. Definitely make sure you're in the draw. Um, doesn't matter what country you're from, we'll ship worldwide. Yeah. So definitely get amongst that. Yeah. Comment, show your support, subscribe, as always. Yeah. Um, yeah. So That's it. Um, move just on to... Last week, so we uh, we decided to do a game game day on Saturday at uh, my oh, new house. Oh yeah, that's house. right. So we've got some board games. We've got some board games. We uh, bought the Arkham Horror series for the the standalones for all the first three games, which is Arkham Horror, uh, Mansions of Madness, yeah. and Eldritch Horror. Yeah. And so we gave Mansion and Arkham Horror a go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, it's not fiction blood related, but it's still gaming related. So we thought. That's what we were up to, so we thought we'd talk about it anyway. Yeah. Um, so basically the way these games work, is, if, if you're not familiar, is that it's a board game, but you play as an investigator, yeah. and you've got... They have different stats. They have things, different stats. Kind of like, like D&D. Sort of, but yeah. you basically investigate a scenario. There are, there are different like, 
pre-made ones you go through and you basically like fight monsters, monsters from like well hp lovecraft cthulhu stuff yeah and, and you try and piece together a mystery yeah as well as like death triggers if death clocks happening doom clocks happening you gotta yeah, like yeah. stop them alter fix them as well they're, a few situations they're, they're, they're really fun like um quite big game systems kind yeah. of hard to understand at the start but yeah. once you yeah. get used to it and you played it a bunch of times you know you yeah. get really in there get for the scenarios try yeah. to get it together there are like very punishing hard games though yeah, so I'll if you do we, yeah. we lost the first one yeah <laughs> we didn't finish the second yeah so we have a zero percent success rate right yeah. now but um so the first one we tried was mansions of madness um so the way it works is it's a bit a bit like house on the hill if you've played that yeah where you have like different tiles for a house and you build the house yeah and there's um there's like an application that goes on a uh, tablet, tablet. Yep. and then you use that to help interact with stuff which like it's interesting because it has its like pros and cons yeah we're like on the plus side using the tablet means you get like really good lore descriptions unique to every scenario yeah. and um you know there's lots of fluff um and there's music helpful? as well so there's a bunch of really cool stuff, but on the flip side, only one person can really use it at a time, and yeah. you were you said that it kind of meant that only one person was progressing the game. Yeah, it sort of felt like the other three players were just sort just of not there, doing right? as much. Yeah, you know, they, 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 I mean, sure they made their own choices on like where they were going, but the guy at the tablet's really doing the like stuff. actually yeah. controlling and running the combat. And I think and like realistically, passing around the table just slows down the game and yeah. then makes the game a bit more boring in its own way but yeah yeah outside of that the dimensions of madness was very very enjoyable yeah i, I, mean, I wish i did some... have the first edition where it didn't have the tablet it... and you played it without oh yeah but it um yeah there are some really cool stuff it does with the yeah. tablet as well like the like the puzzles yeah. there are like puzzles that like to unlock a box or to stop a ritual yeah. where you do like a puzzle on the tablet um and you just give it to the you just give the tablet to the person who's interacting with it yeah. to solve and they've only got so many moves due to like their will or their like yeah. intellect their, their or you know their intelligence yeah. of their character so that game was really cool yeah um the second one what was the second one called arkham horror arkham horror the main one um oh yeah so so that's like a city-based one where you're yeah. in one city rather than a building and you go around the city yeah and have encounters at mm. each and every part of the city while the monsters move around yeah. the city and try to get to you yeah just quickly the first one we lost because um well nick lost. went insane and couldn't talk for the rest of the game yeah like my so, so I, he was just mute and we were like what's wrong with you i got targeted by one of the bosses a bit too much and got my insanity up and yeah. and then like you get like an insane card yeah so it has like a like a permanent debuff on yeah, it yeah it has like a must you must do this effect to to like yeah. uh like make the game experience enjoyable and it was like can't speak for the rest of the game <laughs> it was a br brutal was like, wow all right <laughs> Guess I'm not talking. and i uh, i got one at the end of the game which was um you don't win normally you win only if your party wins and you have found all the clues on the map yeah. it was like obsessed or something so i basically just had to run through the boss monster to get to the room with the last couple yeah clues you try to get around him and you failed and i right? just i just got i failed my evade check and i just got stuck on the square with the boss and, and then just... callum um and then liam just fork lightnings me three times and yeah. <laughs> just so i i die on the floor there but and then the room got torn apart by it by a deadly ritual so yeah um stop rituals first 
Dead for you. Very we, bad. We're really bad for you. Doom counters and rituals. Get rid of them. Stay Don't worry about the monsters. Here at the Art of War podcast, we recommend you stay away from black magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, yeah, the, the second one is like uh, more like city theme. Yeah. So it's like doom doom triggers that you had to stop. Like if a certain amount of doom triggers would happen in the area, an anomaly would happen, and that would yeah. just like negatively progress the game very quickly. Yeah. So the the way the game kind of works is that um, the, there's like these doom counters that tick up on different places of the map, and you want to try and travel around and remove the doom so that they don't stack up and cause yeah. bad things to happen. But at the same time, you're also like investigating bad things. Yeah. Um, and you have to choose between removing the doom or progressing the, the mystery. Yeah. Which is quite hard to manage. Yeah, it's hard to micromanage and get it get it right. Yeah. We didn't like that one so, as much as the first no, one, did we? Yeah, no. It's a bit more um there's just like I think we would have enjoyed it if we had read the rules like more comprehensively beforehand. Yeah. Because we're we're trying to work it out as we went and there's a a lot of game pieces. Yeah. A lot. It's a lot more um, intense in Man- yeah. terms of madness, which is why, like, not reading them. Yeah. You know, I think it's easy to pick up and go as well. Yeah. Whether this one, there's, like, lots of things to resolve, lots of bookkeeping and yeah. keeping things in order. And it, it was, it made the game flow slowly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I, I preferred the Mansions of Madness yeah. one more. We'll probably give Alrich a shot next time. Yeah. So do, mo- do, do more board game nights. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Pretty good? Yeah, it was pretty good. Definitely would play them again. Yeah. I think I think the second one would be more enjoyable what now that we've played it. Yeah. And we can get through it faster. Yeah. Um Yeah. That's about it for the week really, to be honest. Yeah, it's been it's been a quiet week, apart from the from the massive new tournament news. With yeah. the callings and the road to Nats. But yeah. We'll have an exciting guest next week. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. I'm super yeah. hyped for that episode. Unfortunately, I'm not back to constructive yet. Um, work is just a little bit too demanding yeah, for me yeah. to allow time to do both at the moment. Um, yeah, so the... Sucks, but... Yeah, the way... So Wellington in New Zealand has just been placed back into lockdown for COVID. And your bread factory is supplying... Yeah, not supplying Wellington, but Wellington was supplying Nelson. Yeah. Because uh, Nelson has to do some uh, maintenance. But because of Wellington's in lockdown, as well as there's a storm up there as well, uh, the ferry can't come across from Jesus. North Island to the South Island, which is how they they, yeah. they push the bread down, right? So our place has to pick up the slack to do, to, do to, it, to, which yeah, is quite an... <laughs> Naturally cuts in into the fag time, yeah. unfortunately. We're already on a tight schedule as it is, and it just yeah. makes it even more tighter. So if you live, if you live in those regions, stop eating so much bread. Yeah, stop cut. buying bread. No, don't, don't stop buying bread. <laughs> then I, I get no job. And if well, I get no job, I get no fat. So buy a little less bread, but not not too little bread. Yeah. Can you just, just not right buy bread for two two or three weeks? That'd yeah. Be great. yeah. <laughs> Cut back some slack. Need to yeah. play more fab. <laughs> it's not that important. Bread's just you know an everyday item. Milk, milk is more important. <laughs> milk is more important. I just cut the bread out for now. Two weeks. Two, two weeks. It's two, all I ask. No, no bread in quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, should we move on to card of the week? Yeah, let's go to card of the week. Yeah. Sweet. 
Cool. So this week's card of the week, week is, is Shadow Puppetry. Yeah. Um, this card is really good. It's really good. It's, it's really good. good. Really good. Very good. Yeah. Um, well, what is it not? Why good is with? Why is this card so good, Nick? Well, you know what? I can't even remember what the card does. It's that good. <laughs> nah. Uh, so it's a red, right? It's definitely a yeah, red. Yeah, so it's a, it's a red, zero cost, blocks with two. Blocks with two, yeah. Um, your next attack action gets go again, plus one, one and if it, it hits, hits, you may banish the top, you may look at the top of card of your library and you may banish it. Yeah. Why is it so good, Nick? Why did you pick this for card of the week? Why? Why did I? Because it is seen a lot of light. And well, actually, I don't know if it is seen a lot of light, but definitely should be seen a lot of light and chain. I, I, Every chain list should be playing this. I don't see any reason why a chain list. Yeah. No, yeah, there's no reason why they shouldn't. Um, there's a lot of cards that it actually synergizes with very well that it is actually insane. Um, it gives Rift Binds plus two and go again. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah, look, mate. You can play it. Play East Strike for seven, draw a card, oh, eight. and eight, go again. Right? <laughs> well, no, because it'd be five. It's plus one, right? Oh, yeah, it'd be six. Well, six go again. Six go again and draw, draw a card. card. Yeah. Which is like almost all three of the E-Strikes attributes in one. Pretty close. Yeah. Just Goliath Gauntlet. <laughs> Just like, Goliath. Strength, strength Potion. Strength Potion for the strength extra potion then, we the get, well, then we get the full Enlightened Strike. Yeah. <laughs> then the strike becomes truly enlightened. <laughs> Shadow Strike. But yeah, uh, in front of Command and Conquer, it turns Command and Conquer from a two-card block to a three-card block. With um, with go again. <laughs> yeah, with go again. So, mate, yeah. have you, you have the potential to go into another commanding conquer? Yeah, yeah, and like the banish off the top is like practically drawing a card. Like, yeah, yeah. especially for a chain, a chain, it's definitely like drawing a card because they get to banish it and choose. Like, yeah, it could be it could be something like a seeds it. or you know uh, inverted existence or shadows of earth. So, yeah, yeah, and you can just... Or a um, soul reaping, and you go, oh, oh, we'll leave that on the top. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you banish that on the first, on the second turn, don't yeah, you? Right? It's already getting you the banish, it. So the way you play chain, right, is you, you play your first turn, you make a soul shackle. Then the second turn, you... Um, you reveal the top you, card of your you deck. You reveal and banish the top card of your deck, and oh, it's soul reaping every time. <laughs> you're like, ah! ah why is I'm the best card one. of my deck so... Yeah! <laughs> But yeah, it does enable, <laughs> the card enables so many more plays with other yeah. cards. It doesn't require to, to have be a shadow. It doesn't require the card to be a rune blade. It doesn't require the card to be brute. It doesn't require the card to be anything other than an attack, attack action. Right? It, just, it just combos so well with the other like yeah. non-attack action cards in the deck as well. Like, uh, I mean, if you get this in Command and Conquer, you manage to Command and Conquer, banish an attack that you can play. And then you draw two cards, then you play Shadow Puppetry, and then the attack that you just banished with Art of War, you just go, right? If it was, if it honestly wasn't a Shadow card and it was a generic card, it would see a lot of play in other decks. A lot. Oh, it would break Probably. Game. It would actually break the game. Yeah. If it was generic, I think it would see play. I think you'd just speed up the game a little bit. It wouldn't really break the game. If everyone has access to it, you're not really... Yeah. If everyone's special, it's no one's special. Yeah, no one's special. The game just becomes quicker. You don't need the 50-minute timers. They become 30-minute timers, and then you're playing Blitz. All right, all right. If it was generic, what would be the best deck for it? If it was generic, oh. <laughs> just jammed in Bravo. Just jammed in Bravo. <laughs> you, would. you would, wouldn't you? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, there's probably a Rhino list as well that it would go oh, into, yeah, to be honest. Be huge, um, huge Rhino. Probably. Literally, you could use it for any warrior. You probably just, like no, you wouldn't. You, you just, you just. The problem is, just, is a go wide warrior already has all its go wide stuff, right? Yeah, well, you could just morph the deck into like half, like yeah. half deck actions, half, half reactions, and you just go attack action with shadow pump or something else. Yeah. Anyway, the card is super good. <laughs> this is what we're trying to say. Um, <laughs> the reason we didn't say ninja there is because ninja already has go again on everything. It doesn't really matter. And it doesn't really help with anything. I mean, it doesn't really help with the game plan when the game plan exists already, right? Yeah, yeah. They already have the tools for it. Yeah, so... There are other decks that don't have that game plan that could be increased yeah. in skill by having that game plan. Yeah. Well, not skill, we, but... We, yeah. we did have a bit of a discussion about this card earlier, though. And while the card's very good... Yeah. Very good. It doesn't... It doesn't go everywhere. It doesn't go everywhere. Unfortunately, um, Dan here... So, so next, like, yeah, it goes in Levian. I'm, I think I'm thinking, after playing around with Levia a bit, that this card is a complete trap in Levia. I think it has the potential to be very good in yeah. Levia. I think it is, you are right in saying that it is, its appearance is more enticing than its actual result, yeah. which is so saying it's a the, trap like, card. The card is obviously very strong, right? You get to play this in Kiwana Conquer, you get to play this in anything else, you, you, you know, you can do yeah. the world with it, right? But... The problem is, is that Levia is already an inconsistent deck yeah. with the random elements in it, right? And this card does none of like the golden three things that Levia wants, right? Yeah. It's not a six power attack action. It's not a blood deck card that you can play from your banish zone, and it doesn't banish cards from your graveyard, yeah. right? You can sure it banishes off the top, but that card you reveal might not be a card you want to banish. You might not hit. So yeah. it doesn't. It's not. A, it's not even close to a guaranteed way to turn your blood dead off yeah. with Levia, right? So it doesn't do any of the three things that Levia wants, right? And those three things are so crucial to Levia's game plan that as soon as a few of your cards don't align with that, it makes it so much harder to keep your engine going. Uh, it means you're so much more likely to brick on an important turn and take twenty damage. To, yeah. your, to yourself for god knows why yeah. um which is unfortunate so, but yeah i think like the card looks insane in livia and it probably is it's just held back by increasing the inconsistency of the deck yeah so something to think about is the card is amazing but it doesn't go everywhere yeah so um there are definitely other decks that wouldn't go on either yeah. if it was out in the format it wouldn't go on Kano. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Nick. Look, Nick, Nick's a, a very good flesh and blood player, alright? <laughs> it wouldn't go on Kano. I don't know about you. He's but a, there he's is a no master, attack. He's a master. Except for nourishing. He knows all the cards that don't go in the deck. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and it's definitely one of them. It's definitely one of them. It doesn't fit in the deck. Gosh. Can you imagine? Uh, Shadow Puppetry, Command and Conquer for 6, Nourishing Emptiness for 6, Dominate. Sorry, Command and Conquer for 7, Nourishing Emptiness for 6, Dominate. That's got to be like... Well, no, it would have to be time. Nourishing first, right? No, because you keep it on the combat chain. So oh, yeah, you, you yeah, play yeah, the Command and Conquer, yeah. it's still on the combat chain. Yeah. So you go Sensei for 7 and then Nourishing Emptiness. Yeah. And can you imagine how rude that would be? I would, I would cry if someone did that to me. 
I'd be like, and there goes the first turn of the last turn of this game. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped from the I think, you'd be, I think you'd be allowed to table plot. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine what, how Callum would be if that happened? <laughs> I think we'd have to all take, him, take turns watching for the next week straight. You're on watch, Callum. You've got to make sure you don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the card's that's, good. That's kind of what we wanted to say about the card. The card is good, but it doesn't go everywhere. Yeah. So, just, just, some, just some food for thought. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's Art of War this week. Is there anything you'd like to say before we signed off? Nothing. <gasps> Not nothing. really, to be nothing. honest. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we we got exciting news. We got Road to Nats. We're waiting for everyone to be announced. Yeah. We're waiting to book our travel across the country. Um, yeah, I mean, we're going to have some banger content coming up with, yeah. with those road to nets, with the guests we got lined up, with Callum joining the podcast. There's so much awesome stuff. We're looking into, you know, if you're keen on the live streams, let us know. Yeah. Um, so make sure to leave your comments. Um, let us know what you think about the direction of the podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure you do that because that puts you into win as well. Yeah. So, you know, just a quick reminder to do all those things. And thanks for watching, everyone. Thank you, guys. See ya. See ya. Yeah.